Hello and thanks for tuning in today. Praise God. We are thankful to be in the presence of God today. We're thankful to be awake and alive and serving God, coming together on a podcast again to to search out the scripture, to hear what thus saith the Lord to the church in these last days. We are praising God for all that he does for us. It is by by the blood of Jesus and by the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father, whereby we are so thankful that we can be called the sons of God, that we are children of God, that we, just as we are all his children, every single person, every single soul is God's, yes, and every single human is created, a created being formed and created in his likeness and in his image. In the beginning, he said, come, let us make man in our image. So we praise God we are made in the image of the Father, the Son of the Holy Ghost, and and He has formed us in our mother's womb and brought us brought us forth in life into this world to serve Him, to bring Him glory. We have purpose. Yes, you have purpose. You have purpose. Every single day you have a purpose to praise and glorify God, to bring glory to the Most High God, to be the light in the darkness, to be someone that can bring the message of the gospel of peace, someone who can bring the, the, the gospel, the love of Jesus Christ to someone else and to know that you have been redeemed, that you have been born again, that you have been set free from the law of sin and death. So praise God this morning. God adopted us into his family and loves us just the same. And all those that we come in contact, we should, you know, that that come into the family of God, we adopt them too, just like he adopts them. And we love them just like our own. And so we need to make up our mind today. We need to know who you are. What is your birthright? Who is your father? What are you doing here? Well, I'm going to go ahead and jump the gun a little bit and tell you, your father is God. Your birthright is that of a son of God. We are servants, yes. And we serve him fervently. And we fervently wait and look for that day. When all these things will be completed and fulfilled on those on that day when we stand before him and we receive all that he has laid up for us. But even now, in this day, in this time, we are sons and daughters of God. We are the children of God. We have all the birthrights and all the Every promise in the book, every promise in the Bible is ours. Everything that God has laid before us and laid out in his word, it is truth. And there's nothing wavering in it. There's no shadow of turning in it. It is truth. So let's look right now into the book of Hosea as we think about being God's adopted. I want you to, we are God's adopted this morning. Praise God. Um, So let's look at Hosea chapter 10 to start with. I mean, I'm sorry, Hosea chapter 1 verse 10. Yet the number of children, yet the number of the children of Israel shall be as the sand of the sea. Have you ever been to the ocean and looked at all the sand just there on the shore? And then it goes out into the ocean. That sand is still there all down into the bottom of the ocean. If you Maybe you've seen videos. Maybe you've seen pictures. Even at the lake. Maybe you've been to... Uh, one of the biggest lakes around here, and you can see the sand up on that on that shore. That's can you number the sand on the shore? No, <laughs> you 
even at the lake, even at Blue Water Lake. I can't number the sand on the shore of Blue Water Lake. But yet God is saying that he is, is multiplies, <laughs> praise God, they, they multiplied the blessing of the, tr- the children of Abraham by the number of greater than the stars in the sky and greater than the number of the sands in the sea, which cannot be measured or numbered. And it shall come to pass, it says in verse 10, and it shall come to pass that in the place where it is said unto them, ye are not my people, there it shall be said unto them, ye are the sons of the living God. It shall be said to them, you are the sons of the living God. Praise God. Where they were where they had once been told. No. Now they are hearing you are the sons of God. Turn with me to Romans chapter eight. Romans well actually I want to go to Romans chapter nine first. Romans chapter nine. Are you there? We're gonna go to nine and then we'll come back to eight. Romans chapter nine and verse twenty five. As he saith also in Hosea, that's verse 25, I'm sorry, Romans chapter 9, verse 25, verse 25. As he saith also in Hosea, I will call them my people, which were not my people, praise God. I will call them my people, which were not my people, and her beloved, which was not beloved. We were once not beloved. We were once not God's people. But now he says, you are my people and I love you. You are beloved. Praise God. Verse 26. And it shall come to pass that in the place where it was said unto them, ye are not my people, there shall they be called the children of the living God. The children of the living God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. In verse 27. Paul goes on to say, Isaiah also cried concerning Israel, though the number of the children of Israel be as the sand of the sea, a remnant shall be saved. So God didn't forsake his chosen people, the original chosen people. He did not forsake them. And yet he's adopted us in alongside them. The same birthright has been given to us. He loves us just the same. Glory to God. Verse 28, for he will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness, because a short work will the Lord make upon the earth. There's going to come a, t- a time, and maybe maybe you're beginning to already think, you know, this is just kind of a, uh, how you, maybe a test run, so to speak. A lot of people are saying this is like a, a test run or a preparation, a birth pang is what it is. It's a, um, a birth pang. Of this. We're seeing things get closer and closer together. We're seeing things excel, accelerate, and speed up. And God is saying um, to us to get ready, to be ready, to know and to recognize the things that are going on around us. Are we to be fearful? No. We are to put our trust and full confidence in Him as He has always told us. And He reminded us fervently at the beginning of the year to put our trust in Him. He said the righteous are as bold as lions. Amen. The Bible says the righteous are as bold as lions. We are not to be afraid. He even went on to tell us that um, to fear not. In 365 times in the Bible, the word says fear not. 
God's word says, fear not, do not fear, do not be afraid, for the Lord thy God is with thee. So we are like that. God's people are not afraid. We are not shaken. We are not moved. We are aware of what's going on. You know, when you get on a, um, if you've ever been to the, one of those carnival rides and gotten onto a ride, you don't know what's going to happen. It's pretty crazy. You don't know if the floor is going to fall out from under you, if it's going to jerk to the left or to the right. But once you wrap your mind around what's going to, that you know somewhat, you maybe you have some idea of what's going to happen and you trust, <laughs> I wouldn't suggest you put your trust in those mechanical things, but you trust, you do have some trust. If you got on it, you paid to get on that ride, you had some kind of trust. And we put our full trust and confidence in God. And he gives us um, examples. He gives us teachings. He gives us the word. He gives us men and women of God. He gives us prophecy that we can stand upon his word and know and see these things just unfolding before us. And really, we should be so excited and so thrilled about being in this last day, about being allowed, being appointed to this day and time that we can actually see it coming to pass. That we can actually, in the spirit, you can you can hear it. You can hear God. The, 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 you how do I say it? That you can hear it. You can feel it getting closer. You can hear his voice. You can hear him beckoning. You can if maybe even, as they say, you can hear his footsteps as he comes closer and closer. You know, you can you imagine if you were the um, the bride, uh, those the, the wise virgins, and they're sitting there, and they have their, their lights uh, polished up, and their lamps are filled, and they're ready. They're ready for the king, the groom, the bridegroom to come. And as they are waiting, they hear the marriage party coming. They hear the footsteps approaching, that the time is nigh, the time is very close, and your heart begins to pound. But let your heart pound with anticipation and expectation of seeing our soon coming king, of seeing and knowing that we are appointed and placed in this date and time, that God wants to use you mightily. Do not be fearful, but be excited, be filled with the Holy Ghost. Be joyful. Be filled with peace. Isaiah 9 says his name is even Prince of Peace. He is our Sar Shalom. He is peace. So if Christ is in you, peace is in you. And I speak peace to you today. Peace, be still. Do not be afraid. Put your trust in him. So let's keep going. That's, man, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Glory. Glory to God. Verse 28, he says, For I will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness. The scripture tells us that he will do a quick work right here. In other places, he says that he will not lengthen the days, but they will be shortened for the very elect's sake. So we know that that it, it might seem like, oh, is this ever going to end? That's where we were going when we first started. With <laughs> that, well, this is this ever going to end? When is this ever going to let out? This is really nothing compared to the things that are coming on that are we're coming into and so we need to learn to be enduring people he said to he that endures to the end are you going to endure to the end will you finish the race with endurance it's not to the swift but the, to he that endures and to the end the scripture says so we must be willing to endure and trust and know that he's going to cut it shorter than what you think it is but it's not something for us to be fearful for. Praise God, he's going to cut it shorter than what you think. It's not going to be what you think. Our minds cannot perceive and understand 
all the goodness that God has and all the good thoughts that he has toward us. Jeremiah 29, 11, everything that God thinks, everything that God purposes, everything that he plans for you is good and perfect. And he has a perfect end of the story for us. Praise God. And in the end, we know that Jesus wins. And we know that if we are on his side and we're a part of Jesus's army, we win. The victory is ours. We are the church victorious. Praise God. So let's get back in here. In Romans chapter 8, I want you to turn back, uh, just turn the page back over there to Romans chapter 8, and we're going to read a few more verses. Romans 8, and I would like to just pick up if you, you know, later on this afternoon in your quiet time, get your Bible out, go back and read through these scriptures and let it sink in and really highlight them, take notes and pay attention to what God is saying to you this morning. Romans chapter 8, verse 14, Holy Ghost, have your way, speak to your people, touch and prick their hearts, Lord God, that they will be spurred towards a greater and deeper relationship with you, Lord. God, that they will understand who they are in Christ Jesus, Lord. God, that they will understand the things that we are set free from, the things that we are blessed with, the goodness of God, and the promises that we have in you when we keep your word, when we keep our side of the covenant, Lord. We thank you, Father. Glory to God. All right, right here. Romans eight fourteen. For as many are as led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. That can be translated children of God. That for as many are as led by the Spirit of God, they are the heirs and joint heirs with Christ Jesus. They are the 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 children, young children, middle-aged children, teen children, adult children, elder children. It doesn't matter. They're children of God. They're offspring. They're family of God. Um, Acts 8.33 says that um, it's a, from Isaiah. And he says, the Lord was cut off. His life was cut off. Jesus' life was cut off. Who will declare his generations? That would be the sons and daughters. He was the firstborn of many. We are to come out of that. We are to know that we are the that we are right in there behind Jesus, that we are of the first fruits of the Spirit, as um, Paul's going to talk about here in a minute, that we are the body of Christ, that we are his generation, and we are crying out and telling. We are called to it to tell people about Jesus Christ to tell him of his generations, to tell him of his generations. That means, you know what? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Jesus Christ, his only begotten son. Amen. Glory to God. We are, we are the Jesus generation. I'm getting ahead of myself. All right, let's look. For as many are as led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. We have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. And I know we talked about this last this scripture last week, but look where God is leading us this week. That we are the sons of God, whereby we cry out to God. And we can call him Father, just like Jesus called him Father. Praise God. That we are adopted in, and he loves us just the same. Verse 16, the Spirit itself, the Spirit himself, beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. 
Uh, many times people say, how do I know if I'm born again? How do I know if that brother or sister is born again? I tell you today, we are called to be worshipers in spirit and in truth. God is spirit. God is spirit. And those that worship him, worship him in spirit and in truth. The Holy Ghost himself bears witness. We must know and have relationship with Holy Spirit of God, with the Holy Ghost to know, to know these things, not to think them in our minds, not to to write it down a hundred times till we commit it to memory, but to know that we are born again, to know that we know that we know that we are the children of God. For the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if the children then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we might also be glorified together, that we might also be glorified together. Verse 18, For I reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with all the glory which shall be revealed in us. With all the glory that shall be revealed in us. Let's read that slowly, okay? For I reckon... I understand, I balance these things out, and I see that the sufferings of this present time, the suffering that we're going through, the suffering that the New Testament church, the New Testament body of Christ must go through, are not worthy to be compared to the, with the glory which will or shall be revealed in us. The glory shall be revealed in us. The glory of God revealed in us. When we are walking in the Spirit, when we're walking in an open heaven, when we're walking before God in relationship with Him and understanding that we are in covenant with God by the blood of Jesus Christ, the shed blood of Jesus Christ that that washed us and cleansed us and made us whole, that set our feet upon a solid rock, the same one that said it's expedient that I go, that the Holy Ghost Comforter may come and indwell everyone who will call upon his, everyone who will receive it, everyone who will accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior and be filled with the Holy Ghost. He said, the suffering that you will go through is not worthy to be compared. Don't, it won't even compare. Nothing compares to the greatness of God. Nothing compares to the glorious goodness of God. Nothing compares to the glory of God, which shall be revealed in you. Praise God. Nothing, no suffering can be compared to it. Praise God. For verse 19, for the earnest expectation of the creature of all creation waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. The world needs you. The world needs you to be walking in the power and the anointing that God has planned for you, that God has appointed for you, the path that he has chosen for you. He needs you to be hearing his voice saying, this is the path, this is the way, walk in it, not looking to the left or to the right, not walking in confusion, not walking in disarray, but walking in order, in line with what the Lord is saying. Have you ever seen or watched the military when they line up and they walk in in um 
what is that word? So also a stone would tell me exactly what it is. Um, cadence. They walk in perfect cadence. They march in cadence. They have this perfect rhythm. They, they know how to stand. They know how to walk. They keep their faces forward. They don't look to the left or to the right. You can be standing there screaming and yelling at them. Hey, look over here. Look at me. Look at me. But they will not be affected. They will follow orders and they will keep their face straightforward and keep their face where they need to look and where they need to go. Amen. So we are to walk in perfect cadence with the Lord and allow the Holy Ghost. That is his his perfect plan, his perfection. Now, yeah, we make mistakes. And yes, we saw last week that if we if you stumble, you have an advocate with the Father. But your plan is not to stumble. Your plan is to keep your face on God, to keep your eyes fixed on him, to keep your heart knit with his, to keep, to stay in the press, to stay in the Holy Ghost, to stay in prayer, to be led about. Uh, I read a testimony recently of a man of God who said that even though he was at work and he was working his job, he had come to a place and yes, this is possible. I, I can tell you, I can attest to it, that you can be doing stuff and and you could be whatever your job is, but yet you're still communicating fully with the Holy Ghost. You're fully in tune with what the Spirit of God is saying. We are like secret agents, sort of, but we're not we're not that so secret, are we? But we are the, the top of the line. We should be the cream of the crop, the ones that are right there. We're hearing what the Lord is saying. We should be like Navy SEALs, so to speak, that there are or um you might think of ninjas, that we can we, we can be paying attention to now I don't want to bring in anything weird, but but because it's not weird. We are supernatural beings, but we're not we're not ninjas in that sense, but we're ninjas in the sense that we we hear what the Lord God is saying. We hear what Father God is speaking to us, and we do it. Even though we might be washing the dishes, we might be uh, changing the brakes, we might be driving, but the Holy Ghost understands that we are multifaceted creatures. Because why? Because we're created in the likeness and image of God. You are more than capable, more than able in Christ Jesus to do these things. You are more than a conqueror. You are more, you are given everything that you have need to make it and to endure to the end, to overcome and to be victorious. You are called to it. It is God's plan, his perfect plan, his created plan for you. Praise God. Let's look at verse 20. Uh, we're just going to keep reading through verse 20 for the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who hath subjected the same in hope because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God into the glorious liberty of the children of God. We are no longer slaves to that. We are no longer, um, what was the scripture we read last week? There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. We are free from the law of sin and death. Amen. We Man, we drove this home last week and I hope it, I hope it woke you up in the middle of the night so that you were hearing this word and you're speaking this word over yourself and over your loved ones, laying hands on your family members and pray that that they would receive what the word of God says for them and that you would 
you yourself receive it. That the seed of the word be planted in your heart and be watered by the Holy Ghost and will grow and take root and that you will understand that you have been, that we are not in the bondage of corruption, but we are delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious freedom that is the liberty of the children of God. We are children of God and we are set free, praise God, for we know, verse 22, for we know that the whole creation, all of creation groaneth and travaileth in pain until now. And not only they, but ourselves also, that the first fruits of the Spirit, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit, the redemption of our body. We're still waiting for that part, but we are the sons and daughters of God. We are here and we are to allow Holy Ghost to allow Jesus to manifest in us. <laughs> that the Holy Ghost, the Bible says that Jesus Christ was made manifest to destroy. He came on the earth and he destroyed and, and brought under subjection to put it back under your feet where you have authority and you walk in the spirit and you are filled with Christ. Your life is in Christ Jesus when you are born again, when you are walking in the spirit, when you are led by the spirit, then we are free, free indeed by the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father, whereby we are allowed. We have been, you know what? Just the other night, I, I thought, wow, I would love to get this big tapestry and put it up over the the, the little worship, um, I want to call it a worship shack, the um, the shade house that we built out there, that we, we could put up this big cloth up there and then rent it, you know, just as a demonstration and tear it from the top to the bottom. That, you know, that veil was rent that veil was torn. It was torn. When Jesus died on the cross and the victory was won, that veil was rent from the top to the bottom. It's It was a very heavy woven tapestry. Just recently I saw some beautiful um, weavings and uh, hand woven, you know, on the on the loom and those that, that stuff. You can't just pick it up and rip it. I don't think the Incredible Hulk could rip it. I don't think Mr. Universe could rip it. But God Almighty, by the power and the presence of God, that veil was rent. Why? This is a whole nother teaching, but I want you to understand that the veil was rent so that now the covenant is between us. Jesus blood bought you the right as a born again Christian to be able to enter in to the Holy of Holies. By the spirit of adoption, we are made in his likeness and image. He was, he is our high priest and he ever makes intercession for us. Nothing is withheld from us. Nothing is held back from us. Look at verse 26. I wasn't going to go there. I was going to wrap it up, but I just want to read verse 26 for you. Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Holy Ghost himself makes intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. 
and he searches the hearts and knows what is the mind of the Spirit because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he did also call. Whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, he also glorified. What shall we say to these things then? If God be for us, who can be against us? If God be for you, child of God, capital C, capital G, you are a child of God. You are adopted in. There is nothing that he would hold back from you. Nothing. No good gift will he hold back from those who are walking in his will. For those that are led by the Spirit of God, for as many are as led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. You can cross-reference that into Galatians 5.18 if you'd like. We are the sons of God. Hosea 1.10 We are the children of God. He will not withhold any good thing from you. If God be for you, who can be against you? child of God. We are his adopted, God's adopted. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that we are called by your name. We are called by your name and none other. We are not ashamed. We will walk in victory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We give you glory in Jesus' name. Have a blessed day. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Pray. Seek the Lord. Allow the Holy Ghost to fill you, to endue you with power from on high. If you're not saved, repent. Make that three, 365 degree or 180 degree turn away from sin and toward Jesus Christ. Repent. Look to him. He is your Savior. He is here. He is ready to save. He is able to save. He is mighty to save. He wants you saved. And then he wants you to be filled with the Holy Ghost. It's in his word. It's part of his plan. It's the whole complete package. It is the full gospel. Lord, we receive everything that you have for us today. Lord, we open our hearts, our mind, will, and our emotions to you, Father God. Lord Jesus, we recognize you as the Son of God, the Savior. I recognize you as my Savior. I recognize you, Lord, as my Savior. And Lord, I receive all that you have. All that you have, Lord. Come in today, Lord. Come in to stay. Lead me in your holy way, Father. In Jesus' name, amen.